Love Talk Radio. I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page, only if I had one gun, one girl and one crib, one God to show me how to do things his son did, pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151, one sip will make a nigga flip, writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence, who I'm gonna body, this hood politics, acknowledge it, leave bodies chopped up in garbage, seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us, police watch us, roll up and try knocking us, one knee out up. Could it be my time is up? With my luck, I got up. The cops shot again. Bus stop glass burst. A fiend drops a Heineken. Ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in. Blacking out. I shoot back. Fuck getting hit. This is my hood. I'm a rap to the death of it. To everybody, come on. Little niggas is grown. Hood rats. Don't abortion your wound. We need more warriors soon. Sit from the stars, sun and the moon. And it's like a police chase. Street sweepers and coppers. Sick up kids with no conscience. Leaving victims with doctors. If you really think you're ready to die, we're not. Out. This is what now is about, nigga. The time is now. All I need is one mic. All I need is one mic. All I need is one mic. All I need, niggas. All I need is one mic. All I need is one blunt, one page, and one pen, one prayer. Tell God, forgive me for one sin. Matter of fact, maybe more than one. Look back at all the hatred against me. Fuck all of them. Jesus died at age 33. That's 33 shots from twin glocks and 16 apiece. That's 32, which means one of my guns was holding 17. 27 hit your crew. Six winners to you. Everybody gotta die sometime. Hope your funeral never get shot up. Bullets tear through the innocent. Nothing is fair. Niggas roll up. Shooting from wheelchairs. My heart is Racing, tasting revenge in the air. I let this shit slide for too many years. Too many times now I'm strapped with a couple of max. Too many nines. If y'all niggas really with me, get busy, load up the semis. Do more than just hold it, explode the clip until you empty. There's nothing in our way. They bust, we bust, they rush, we bust. Let's fly and feel it. I feel it in my gut that we take these bitches to war. Lie them down, cause we stronger now. My nigga, the time is now. Talking on that slick shit the same way these bitches do. Wonder what my secrets 
this Niggas will move on you only if they know What your weaknesses I have none Too late to grab guns I'm blasting Cause I'm a fool nigga Thought I wouldn't have that ass done Fool you niggas What you call an infinite brawl Eternal souls clashing World gets deep Some beef is everlasting Complete with dick stars Brothers knifing each other up in prison yards Drama Where does it start? You know the block was ill as a youngster Every night it was like a cop would be killed Body found in the dumpster For real a hustler Purchased my range Niggas throwing dirt on my name Jealous cause fiends got they working to play Bitches left me cause they thought I was finished Should've knew she wasn't true She came to me when a man caught a sentence Diamonds are blinded I never make the same mistakes Moving with a change of pace Light a load See now the king is straight Swelling my melon Cause none of these niggas real hurt were telling police How can a kingpin squeal This is crazy I'm on the right track I'm finally found You need some soul searching The time is now All I need is one mic All I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib, one God to show me how to do things his son did. Pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151. One sip will make a nigga flip. Writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence. Who I'm gonna body this hood politics, acknowledging. Leave bodies chopped up in garbage. Seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us. Police watch us, roll up and try knocking us. One knee. I duck, could it be my time is up with my luck? I got up, the cops shot again. Bus stop glass burst, a fiend drops his Heineken. Ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in. Blacking out, I shoot back. Fuck getting hit, this is my hood, I'm a rat. To the death of it, to everybody, come on. Little niggas is grown, hood rats. Don't abortion your wound, we need more warriors soon. Sit from the stars, sun and the moon. And it's like a police chaser, street sweepers and coppers. Sick up kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors. If you really think you're ready to die,
Almighty to a mighty nation and society. All powers to the people. We greet you, Cordonati, uh, as we do in the language of St. Corey African society. One family, one one village, one nation. Um, this is your brother. This is your brother Yang and Kruma. We'll get back. We're still waiting for our chief. Give us maybe three more minutes, and we will be on. Almighty to a mighty nation, to a mighty society. All powers to the people who greet you in the language of St. Corey African Society, which is the Mandinka language of Coronate. And I begin with our opening slogan One family, one village, one nation. I'm your brother, Yang Nkrumah, national spokesman for St. Corey African Society, representative of um, Manta Sanjata Keita Kamara also known as the Honorable Chief Sanjata Keita Kamal of the Almighty Vice Lord Society, who has put this thing together today this, during the 60th anniversary of our beloved and honored, the most honorable Bobby Gore, to call for a Day of Atonement, to call the brothers nationwide for this Day of Atonement. Now, why is this important? Why this Day of Atonement? Why is this so necessary for us in this day and time? And why has he used this particular vehicle known as the Almighty Vice Lord Nation and Vice Lord Society, to spearhead the Day of Atonement, to lead the charge in uniting and bringing together the masses of African people here in America and throughout the diaspora, throughout wherever you find black people, but specifically right here in America. Why has he chosen this? Because he knows, as one who has been taught personally and firsthand by the Honorable uh, Bobby Gore, which I can bear witness to the, the many, the numerous conversations that they had had, the interchanging of intellect, the teachings and the wisdoms that the Honorable Bobby Gore had imparted onto our, into a man to Sanjati Keita Kamara, where he saw the insight and the vision of this young man. He saw the enthusiasm and the eagerness of this young warrior to begin to rebuild a nation, to restructure and begin to breathe and revitalize a life into a nation that was slowly on the decline and facing decay. Now, this is, it. is this an indictment against every brother and sister that belonged to the nation? Of course not. Is this an indictment against the leadership that was of the mighty nation at this time and mighty society at this particular time? Of course not. But like anything, when we begin to lose the masses and when we begin to lose the founders who had the vision of the nation, we tend to allow other influences to sway our actions. And we begin to allow other elements to uh, come in and to manipulate and to come in and begin to change the direction and the course that our predecessors, those that preceded us, those that had these visions, begin to change the course that they had for this mighty nation. It's important to know that one of the visions, for the nation and society as Chief Later began to, as our Chief, our Noble Chief Sanjata Keita Kamar began to understand in his vision and his conversations with the Honorable Bobby Gore was the reemergence of self-worth and self-pride, of self-determination and doing for self, the independence of the nation, not to be leaning on anything or anyone because he understood the old adage, the old proverb of 
he who can, he who has the gold makes the rules. So he began to embark on his journey. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, having been one to be privileged to travel with him on that mission, to witness him coming into areas where the nations and the brotherhoods had scattered and fashionalized and broken into the um, smallness of the houses. Not that our houses are small, for we honor each and every individual house that makes up this mighty nation. But when he saw the division, when he saw that simple words and ideologies and simple philosophies and the opinion of men kept us from coming together, kept the, kept the nation from being a nation, he understood that he had to bring them together and that the understanding of the concept of nation may have been tainted, not by the intentions of any individual, but by forces that be outside forces, the forces that we re, that wish to shut down the development and the growth, the evolution of the nation, police forces, government forces, repression, white people's repression, to see the unity of young black African men and women coming together, screaming that we will do for ourselves, and not only will we do for ourselves, we will defend what we do for ourselves by any and every means necessary. So he understood before really growing to a nation and having the strength of a nation, we must love one another culturally. We must have a cultural understanding, and that understanding and that love simply meant before we can be a nation, we must be a society. We must be a society. And he began to digest the lessons of the Honorable Bobby Gore. And I can remember many a days and many a nights when I would talk to him, I'd say, what are you doing, brother? He'd say, I'm on the phone with the Honorable Bobby Gore. That they would laugh together and cry together to discuss the state. And he would, I would see him ponder and wonder and fret and be nervous over how he would Get, gain the support and garnish the support to push the nation forward, how the people would look at him, and I, one, was personally to encourage him, you can't worry about what the people say, brother. If you have been given my mission by the almighty Allah, first and foremost, and the ancestors and the powerful African ancestors that run through our DNA and have been commissioned by the Honorable Bobby Gordon, you don't have a say in the matter, even at the peril of your own life. And I have been there on times when certain instances and, and, and circumstances that I won't go into over the radio may could have quite possibly cost him his life for the love of the nation and the society. So as we've embarked to this time in reflecting upon the 60th anniversary, he said that in order to make this step, Brother Yang, in order for me to make a step, in order for me to grow, then I must have our young men and our young women, these African men and women, to call for atonement, and atonement not just to our ancestors, not just to defaming the memory of our ancestors, but to our predecessors, Peplo, Bobby Gore. That, that we haven't fallen in those footsteps and to one another to stop the killing of one another, even for a brief moment, even to think about it, to think about the anger and the rage that we possess towards one another that hasn't been, that is not an innate in the African man and woman, that it is not from you naturally, brothers and sisters, but has been placed in you. And this is what our chief is bringing to us. He's allowing us to know what devil has placed this in us, but the devil is so crafty. The devil is so thorough in his work and in his manipulation. He has even caused some of us amongst the nation and in the nation not to see what he's doing and will even combat and battle our chief when he points out who the true enemy is. When he says that your true enemy is not your brother, but this devil is your enemy. And I said, Chief, man, that is a mighty task, brother. 
Wouldn't it be better? I am the chairman. I'm not just the national spokesman of San Corey African Society. I'm also the national chairman of the People's Black Panther Party, as well as his assistant, his aide, and his confidant, and his support in the Almighty Vice Lord Society. But I said, Chief, wouldn't it be better just to go to the brothers and the sisters who have already been conscious, who have pledged their life to revolutionary work? Are you sure you want to take it to these brothers and sisters who some I'm quite concerned about, and I fear for your safety, brother. My, I love you. My wife loves you. My children love you. They call you Uncle Sanjata. So, I, you know, can I, I don't know if I can afford to jeopardize that. Us in the revolutionary movement whom have a love for you and follow your footsteps and take advice and wisdom from your words, are you sure you want to go to these brothers? We're here to defend and be with you. He said, brother, these are the vanguards. His love, his commitment his faith, and his belief in each and every brother and sister of the Almighty Vice Lord Society and every Lord and Lordess whom he believes possessed by their very ability to accept that way of life and accept the teachings, possess the innermost um, ingredients to obtain a righteousness or to at the very least fight for righteousness. It is a noble, very noble, noble thing, and I admire and applaud our chief for that. And I'm not going to be long, brothers. I'm not going to be long, brothers and sisters, because I can get long-winded when it comes to idea brothers. And I know a lot of you are not used to hearing a strong black man or another black man praise a black man and extol a black man and lift a black man up. They say, man, what kind of shit is this? I've never heard. Is this some old crazy, you know, blind-following stuff? But when you have a real black man, and I'm willing to stand ten toes down on my realness, brother. And those that know me know Yanga is dead ass serious. So when you have a real black man that says that I acknowledge you, not just as my spiritual leader, but as my guide in this way to reforming and transforming the world in a better place for Africans, I acknowledge you as the visionary for a better African understanding and that teachings to teach my children for a better life for the African here in America and our repatriation, going back to the mother continent to reestablish ourselves in our place of origin. I acknowledge you as that. I would say those that know me should take heed, should take heed. For a lot of us, we read scriptures. We read Quran. We believe in Allah, and, and Chief will eventually go into that. That is not the problem with that, but the Arab nationalism, because you will say Muhammad will be the last prophet. You will save the prophet Muhammad. We will acknowledge and honor this Arab man and have a prophet walking amongst us and say, Yanga, you crazy as hell if you say Sanjata Keita Kamar is a prophet. But I say, aren't you crazier for saying some Arab 1,475 years ago in the sand that couldn't wash his ass properly is your prophet? Why, in the very book you read, doesn't Allah say that he will send a messenger and a warner to each and every one of you from amongst your nation? I have never been an Arab and never will be an Arab. So when God sends me, when the Most High sends me, and the ancestors have revealed to me a person who speaks my language, who has struggled in the strange struggles of the streets and going through what I've gone through with our women and with our children and whom I've worked side by side with, and in most instances I'm going to put our mans out there, fought physically side by side with, then I have to acknowledge that this man is a, recognizes, a man that recognizes my plight, I've watched this man's lifestyle. I say this is a man that has a vision, and I do believe he's receiving his message from the Most High and the ancestors. Well, surely, for therefore, he must be a prophet. So with that, brothers and sisters, I advise you, 
on the 60th anniversary, the Day of Atonement, that our noble chief has called you, that you listen, that you listen, that you be attentive to the message, that you feel the message, that you take it in, and once you take it in, and once you, you're being attentive and it has permeated, it has saturated your body, and you can feel the electricity of the message, you go out in the streets, the highways and the byways, and enact the message. And with that, I bring our noble chief, Chief Sanjata Keita Kamara on, and I leave you as I greeted you, with almighty to a very mighty and powerful nation and society, Kordanate, and as we say in San Korea African Studies Society, one family, one village, and one nation. Chief Sanjata, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm on the line. Thank you, Brother Yang. I really appreciate that that warm welcome. I said that, you talking about me? <laughs> so I thank you so much for that warm welcome. I, I want to uh, give homage to the ancestors who uh, came before me. You know, I thank the Most High for Matt Turner and Denmark Vesey and Gabriel Prosser. And ancestors who, in Africa, men, Vakanaden, uh, Nefertiti, uh, my namesake, Sanjata Keita, Kaku Musa, Shaka Zulu, all those who, who came before me and those who made a big impact in my life. The Honorable Marcus Messiah Garvey, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, and my, my blood father, but a man who really touched my life, who I had a pleasure to really meet. I was too dumb when I was young to really take in what the man tried to do, you know, who didn't necessarily go through a formal training, but was so instrumental in uplifting black people as a whole. You know, that is the most honorable Bobby Boyle. And um, I was in Atlanta, and I drove up from Chicago in the taxi with no heat in the wintertime to sit and meet with this man and digest with this man. So I give thanks for the most high, for the most honorable Bobby Gore, an honorable man who's not a criminal, he's not a drug dealer, he's not an armed robber. Not that I'm knocking any of our brothers who took that path, but literally was incarcerated and a political prisoner of this wicked government we call the United Snakes of America. Uh, I give thanks for all those who assisted me in my journey, uh, Minister Rico, all those brothers who who showed me a way by giving me lessons to learn. Um, I thank them for a uh, brother I want to call on. I hope he didn't hang up or cause we sent the wrong number out or maybe it was intentional. They didn't really want this message to get out. But who's been so instrumental in, in my growth and development over the last few months a beautiful brother who's with the BD Nation. The brother's name is Brother KP. I mean, I mean, the brother gives me undying counsel, man. And although this is why Bobby Gore said that we were one family and we're not to be divided over symbols and stars because a BD is my brother. A GD is my brother. And Yanga likened me, you know, to a messenger or a prophet, but all those with the message, the, the Honorable Minister Caleb Muhammad, I know people in the nation might get mad, but he's an honorable brother. He's a prophet and messenger, you know, as far as a sense of what one should represent. Because Prophet Muhammad, no matter how much you pray, I don't think we're going to see him again. But we see a brother like Brother Caleb. We see a brother like the Brother KP. You know, Abdullah Muhammad was here and he did his thing. But Brother Caleb is the modern-day manifestation of Elijah Muhammad's teachings. Brother Yanga is a manifestation of you know, Huey Newton and all those ones who 
uh, resurrected the Panther Party. But I, I'm not going to be long, but I just wanted to say time for a spread of atonement. We are people that's been robbed of our names, our language, our culture, our religion, our God, our folk ways, our moral ways, our norms, and have learned to hate one another. And God didn't make niggas. White folks made niggas. And America is a nigger-making institution. And when he came with the plan of Willie Lynch, it's alive and well. we all divided. You know, South Side, West Side. Me and Mr. Kelly was talking about that yesterday, how the South Side and West Side is divided. Light skin, dark skin divided. Heavy people, skinny people. We find every reason to be divided in the movement and really dissect what this cracker has taught us, and we hate each other. We always want to resolve our violence, our, our issues by getting violent. But you never get, you never got no damn bullets for a cracker. You never have no bullets for those who oppress you day in and day out. The people who killed Emmett Till, oh no, good cracker, uh, Roy Bryant and J.W. Ma, they died of old age. The crackers who bombed four little girls in the church, they died of old age. The crackers who assassinated, you know, what I'm saying Mega Evans, he died of old age. The cracker who killed Trayvon Martin, he's untouched. He ain't got a scratch or boo-boo on his knee. But yet we got so much energy to resolve our, our confrontation or our disagreements violently. We want to hurt a brother because he thinks differently than us. Quick to go say, go get that nigga. Kill that nigga. Hurt that nigga. So we're calling for a spirit of atonement. We're calling for a spirit of reconciliation. No black man by nature is your enemy. This is why they didn't understand or didn't accept Bobby Gore because he galvanized the lords, the stones, and disciples into one movement called LSD. And that cracker couldn't have that. That cracker didn't want to see that happen. They hate to see a brother like KP and I and, you know what I'm saying, and the brother Draper and all of us brothers coming together. Minister Caleb, the brother Supreme, we supposed to be divided. You got a six-point star. I got a five-point star. And they both were created by our ancestors. Six-point star represents creation. The five-point star represents love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. They're one. They're one. We're divided over style or color, how you wear your hat. Divided over west side, south side. They don't want to see us come together because if we come together, this cracker ain't got a chance. If if we come together and unite and begin to have unconditional love for one another, allow your brother to disagree with you without wanting to get violent. And I'm telling you, any man that wants to hurt his own people is an enemy to our race. He might as well put on the goddamn Ku Klux Klan uniform. Any man that tells you to hurt your brother because he disagrees with you, hurt your brother because we got huge egos. I'm saying the, the accolades that Yanga gave me is in each and every one of us. All of us are a message to the people. All of us can do what men have done. 
That's why those of you who follow the Bible, it says greater things shall you do. That's what Jesus told you. The same greatness you look at Muhammad, the same greatness you see in Jesus is within yourself. There's nothing that you can't accomplish if we believe in ourselves and come and pull our resources and work together. So I'm calling on that spirit of atonement, man, in the name of Bobby Gore. And I'm, I'm going to talk to KB on the 60-year anniversary. We're going to be installing those brothers and sisters who have lived as royalty. We like to install King David. We like to, um, um, you know what I'm saying, install, you know, um, or canonize the Honorable Bobby Gore, Tookie Williams, to elevate their position in our mind. Marcus Garvey said, where are men are higher fed. You can honor the old no good cracker woman, the Queen of England. Well, goddamn it, we can, we can honor uh, King David. If you can idolize crackers and bow down to crackers and look at Arabs and admire them, why, why we can't honor the honorable Elijah Muhammad? Why can't we honor noble Jew Ali? Why can't we honor black men who came in that great line of divine with all they could to uplift and unite black people? And I just want to thank my brothers. I'm going to bring on, I hope, Brother Minister Caleb and then the Brother Minister uh, KP. Uh, I just want to thank you, brothers, for being. You know, they're doing real work, man. Well, these are these. When you look at when when they when they write the Bible and they talk about Abraham and Isaac, these are great men who out there doing the work, man. Who who stand up. You know, so I'm not caught up into the name Vice Lord. I'm caught up in being a black man. And if it means and I, and, and, and this if this may mean this may get y'all mad, man. If these names are going to continue to divide us up. The hell with those names. If we're going to continue to be divided, we're one black nation. You ain't catching hell because you're a vice lord. You ain't catching hell because you're a disciple. You're catching hell, goddammit, because you're a black man and racist-ass white America. You're catching hell, so we need to understand that these are just things that divide us up. If you understand, you're one. That statement of love you all learned, that ain't just for the the Lord, that's for any black man. Any black man that looks like you is your brother. But we don't shed the blood of brothers because they have a different expression. Those are our brothers. Those are our sisters. And we must learn to love and honor and respect them. I want to take a quick break, and I'm so sorry. We're going to do the show again next week. I know we would have had a lot more callers if we if the uh, fly had the wrong number on. So we're going to take a quick break. I want to bring on our good brother. Uh, our good brothers, Brother Minister Caleb Muhammad and our brother KP. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, play just a, a, um, a song or two, and we're going to come right back, and we're going to hear from our brothers on giving us how we can come together, how can we atone. Uh, we'll be right back. So then we're going to take a quick break. I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page, only if I had one gun, one girl and one crib, one God to show me how to do things his son did, pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151, one sip will make a nigga flip, right 
writing names on my hollow tits, plotting shit, mad violence, who I'm gon' body, this hood politics is challenging, leave bodies chopped up in garbage, seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us, police watch us, roll up and try knocking us, one knee I duck, could it be my time is up, with my luck I got up, the cops shot again, bus stop glass burst, a fiend drops his Heineken, ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in, blacking out, I shoot back, fuck getting hit, this is my hood, I'm a rap, to the death of it, to everybody come on, little niggas is grown, hood rats, don't abortion your wound, we need more warriors soon, shit from the stars, sun and the moon, and it's like a police chase, the street sweepers and coppers, sick up kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors, if you really think you're ready to die, we're nines out, this is what nines is about, niggas, the time is now. I need is one mic, one mic, one mic, one mic. That's all I need. All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic. All I need, niggas. All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic, one mic. Yeah. All I need is one blunt, one page, and one pen, one prayer. Tell God, forgive me for one sin. Matter of fact, maybe more than one. Look back at all the hatred against me. Fuck all of them. Jesus died at age 33. That's 33 shots from twin glocks and 16 apiece. That's 32, which means one of my guns was holding 17. 27 hit your crew. Six winners to you. Everybody gotta die sometime. Hope your funeral never get shot up. Bullets tear through the innocent. Nothing is fair. Niggas roll up. Shooting from wheelchairs. My heart is racing. Tasting revenge in the air. I let this shit slide for too many years. Too many times now I'm strapped with a couple of max. Too many nines. If y'all niggas really with me, get busy. Load up the semis. Do more than just hold it, explode the clip until you empty There's nothing in our way, they bust, we bust, they rush, we bust Let's fly and feel it, I feel it in my gut That we take these bitches to war, lie them down Cause we stronger now, my nigga, the time is now All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic That's all I need, nigga, that's all I need All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic There's nothing else in the world All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic That's all I need, you need to do thing, you know All I need is one mic All I need is one life, one try, one breath on one man. What I stand for, speak for itself. They don't understand or want to see me on top. Too egotistical, talking all that slick shit the same way these bitches do. Wonder what my secret is. Niggas will move on you only if they know what your weakness is. I have none. Too late to grab guns, I'm blasting. Cause I'm a fool, nigga. Thought I wouldn't have that ass done. Fool you, niggas. What you call an infinite brawl? Eternal souls flashing. World gets deep. Some beef is everlasting. Complete with dick stars. Brothers knifing each other up and flipping y'all. Drama, where does it start? You know the block was ill as a youngster Every night it was like a cop would be killed Body found in the dumpster, for real a hustler Purchased my range, niggas throwing dirt on my name Jealous cause fiends got they working complaining Bitches left me cause they thought I was finished Shoulda knew she wasn't true, she came to me When a man caught a sin, diamonds are blinding I never make the same mistakes Moving with a change of pace, light a load See now the king is straight, swelling my melon Cause none of these niggas real hurting were Telling police how can a kingpin squeal This is crazy, I'm on the right track I'm finally found, you need some soul searching, the time is now. All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic, All I need is one mic, one mic, That's all I ever needed in this world. Fuck cash, all I need is one mic, one mic, Fuck the cars, the jewelry, All I need is one mic, one mic. Spread my voice to the whole world. All right, all right, all right. We're, we're back, uh, back, brother Yang. I, I want to call on um, 
I don't know if our brother KP is on on the line or, uh, but I want to call on him. If you if you are uh, brother KP or brother K only, press one on your microphone, and let us know to open your uh, mic up. Um, press one. Um, I'm looking for brother Minister Caleb's number, and you just just press one, and we'll open up your mic. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. Let me let me let me let me introduce this brother real quick. Uh, uh, this is brother the Honorable. I know you know it's kind of sacrilegious, religious in the nation that 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 calls the soul for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad or the Honorable uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan. But I've been I met this brother in uh, nineteen in the early nineties, man. It was ninety one or maybe because I came in eighty nine. He came after me, and I just watched the way he's developed. And we, we read about prophets and messengers in the Bible, you know, but this man, you know, is just as honorable as anybody I read about in Bible or Quran. He's the manifestation of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's teaching. So if anybody tell me I can't call him the honorable, you got to just whoop me because the man is honorable, man. The man is honorable. He's righteous, he's humble, you know what I'm saying, and he's down. I mean, you never meet a more down to earth brother, man. I love this brother, and he's and he's out there doing the real work. You know, it's easy to get you know get before a big crowd and get the accolades and roll up in you know Bentleys and all this stuff, you know, uh, and, and be an entertainer and get that kind of you know. And it's easy to be, you know, to do that, but this man's out. You know, in the street, you know, he's out doing the grunt work, you know, saying with the prostitutes and winos, and and that's they say that's how they say Jesus was. So you know, this is a, this is a modern day Jesus in our midst. This is a modern day, you know, saying Moses in our midst. So you can't tell me I can't call this man honorable. I wish there was a higher name I could say about the brother, but I, I only I can say I'm bringing on his royal majesty. <laughs> The man's a bad man, you know. <laughs> I bring on the Honorable Minister Caleb Muhammad to help us talk about this subject of atonement. So, Minister Caleb, your 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 life, your uh, mic is open. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you, brother. Uh, uh, Assalamu alaikum, bro. Waalaikum salam, yeah. brother. Minister, yeah, how are you? Yeah. Hey, right. hey, hey, I I can expect to uh, uh, be relieved of my duties after listening to you right now. I can expect to, uh, yeah, next week to be relieved of all my duties fault. next week. <laughs> That's my fault. That, they can't blame you for how I see my brother. You know? I see my brother. I brother. see you that way. I'm sorry. I I feel I'll call Minister Farrakhan myself personally and say, Brother Minister, you know, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, I apologize. But that's how the brother's just the brother's a bad man, you know. This brother's a, this brother's an awesome brother, yeah. man. I got to give him. He, you know, he's I call him the Royal Majesty, man. That's how much honor I give and respect I give this brother, you know. Well, I, I thank you, brother, for all the accolades and, and, and compliments that you know, brother. That's something that we all got to strive to live up to. That's that's a daily fight, brother, to try to be right in this wicked and evil world. You know, so I was just uh, listening, and I had to get off a brother and call me concerning some more stuff. But I uh, I was listening to the brother that you had on uh, first, and then listening to yourself. You know, uh, just trying to uh, get a vibe and a feel. Uh, for where you're taking this to, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 I, and I've heard you say, and I've heard the brother back you up, you know what I'm saying, and support you and, and what you're doing as far as pointing out the enemy, 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was an old saying that said, we have seen the enemy, and the enemy is us. And, uh, and I've heard uh, Reverend Sharpton say uh, once before, he said that when we look in the mirror, the mirror is not just a, a device for you to reflect, but it's also a device for you to correct what you find wrong in it. So it's, it's also used for reflection and correction. And unfortunately, a lot of us, we don't really look at the look in the mirror and see ourselves, and we work on working to correct ourselves. And so we have a study course that says self-improvement is the basis for community development. And so, therefore, mm-hmm. if I improve, you improve, others improve and start to work on themselves, then eventually the community, the neighborhood, and everything else will start to improve as a result of us making individual changes within ourselves. And so when you were, uh, uh, and the brother was uh, speaking, I was just looking at that, you know, and, and, and thinking about, uh, uh, like, yeah, we have a study guy, one that says hypocrisy and, hypocrisy and conspiracy. And it says that somebody can be brought into a conspiracy against themselves and not even be aware that they're part of the conspiracy. And what has happened is a lot of us, due to our ignorance and due to our envy and our jealousy and things that have blinded us, that now we've brought into a conspiracy to destroy ourselves. And most times we don't even realize that we are actually aiding and abetting the devil and the enemy to destroy us and keep us from becoming the great people that we are destined to become. And so uh, they have a government denial objective, and that objective is uh, shaking all those on the line, uh, Chief. Chief, uh, uh, that is for us to never to be able to properly organize. You know what I'm saying? And every time someone stands before us and gets with us and tries to get us to organize, there's always great resistance. And a lot of times you will find our movements being corrupted and destroyed, not by somebody from the uh, outside, but somebody on the inside who may be working for somebody on mm-hmm. the outside, but, but have a mindset of the of the uh, enemy. And so Mr. Farrakhan tell us right now that we are a colony. Right. You know what I'm saying? That we are a colony, brother, and that that, that our uh, interest is controlled by those outside of our community. So so when you start talking about, you know, us getting together, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I say, the first thing starts with self. You know what I'm saying? For those of us who have the envy and the jealousy and and the self-hatred, so so a lot of these things uh, have to come as a result of us having a certain type of knowledge and then us applying that knowledge, first of all, to ourselves. And, you know, uh, yeah. when you were talking about the uh, uh, tone, before I touch on that real briefly, mm-hmm. is that uh, uh, in the Quran, I was reading the Quran, you know, uh, while you were speaking and over, over over certain parts of it, and the Quran says that how people have divided their religion into sex and party, and they're rejoicing in the same, or they're vying and going against each other. If you take that and bring that to another level and you see what's going on in the streets from the various street organizations, we have now allowed the same thing to happen on the lower level where now we have taken brothers from different branches of different organizations. And right now we have actually made them into different cliques and different sets right now where you have brothers who go up under the same letters now actually fighting and killing each other right now based upon this click and that click, I'm loyal to this one, I'm loyal to that one, and they don't really know the history about any of the things that they're following. So that which has happened among us that call ourselves to be spiritual and religious leaders or even righteous brothers and sisters, we have allowed that same thing now to trickle on down to the streets right now 
to the point where the Bible says death and life is in the power of the tongue. We kill each other, man, by talking against somebody, you know what I'm saying, and speaking against somebody, trying to destroy somebody's spirit, speaking uh, ill of a Christian, ill of a Muslim, ill of a Muslim, ill of an Israelite, and we speak bad about each other. But what we do on a spiritual higher level has now trickled down to the brothers right now, taking literal lives right now. For, for certain things that could be properly uh, 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 dealt with in another manner if they had the knowledge and they had somebody around them that would help teach them better and help coach them through the process of atonement and reconciliation and how to properly make peace. So so we got to have brothers around us and sisters around us that know law that are going to properly adjudicate law right now. So we got to have a, a hell of a team right now that brothers right now that we can present certain cases to them and they can dictate based upon the law right now what the penalty is and what the punishment is right now. So we have to set forth a full panel on how we're going to start to deal with different issues that arise in our communities and our neighborhoods by those that know the law and have no problem uh, of utilizing the law in a just manner. That's meaning that if you, no matter what you are a part of, then if a brother or sister who is with you is guilty of breaking the law, you can't sit back and excuse them from the penalty of the law because they're with you, that you have to be right and just even against those who are with you or part of your particular group if they break the law. So we got to have righteous judges among us that's going to get to the point where they're going to hand down whatever the appropriate uh, 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 repercussion is to order to take care of some of these matters. And so, so brother, uh, what you're trying to do with the atonement, Reverend Bevel, along with Mr. Farrakhan, set mm-hmm. forth the stage of atonement, point out the wrong, acknowledge the wrong, confess your fault, uh, the repentance, mm-hmm. the atonement, forgiveness, reconciliation mm-hmm. and restoration, and then a perfect union with God. There are processes and steps that must be taken for us to get right. back to properly atone. But, but, but a lot of us, man, we have a hard time to all apologize when we do wrong mm-hmm. to one another. So we got to take that chip That's off right. our shoulder, you know, Chief, and get rid of all this old ego that we have to manage. There's nothing wrong with you apologizing to your brother or apologizing mm-hmm. to your sister. And sometimes, even if you have no intent or, or, or on offending somebody, but if somebody say they're offended by what I'm saying or how I said it, it does not make me any less of a person to sit back and say, right. I'm sorry, man. I, I didn't mean to offend you, brother. If I hurt your feelings or if it came across the wrong way or, or, or if it sounded like I was coming at you in a manner that was unpleasing, brother, please forgive me. That was not my intent. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with us, man, apologizing. And you have to always mm-hmm. be macho and tough all the time when we yep. come among each other. But that's true brotherhood and true sisterhood among us, brother. We ain't got no issue apologizing to the attack for the keep the brotherhood and sisterhood intact. You follow what I'm saying? That's that right. don't make uh, right. me or you any less or any greater because we can't sit back and apologize and humble ourselves when we're among one another, brother. You know what I'm saying? It don't take nothing for me to apologize to you, brother chief, if I've said or done mm-hmm. something wrong with you. I, I'm not less than who I am because I apologize. In, in, in some cases, it might exalt you to a higher level when people That's see right. you uh, 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 right. share humility. But the Quran says right. that you know the righteous because they walk the earth. And humility, and, and that's that's and so, what so I think no, about brother. you, brother minister. I think you you no, just make you so humble, and makes you so, um, you know. I mean, just like I said, I've watched your brother grow over the years, and I think that, like I say, you know, it's not about the one that gets the most recognition. 
you know, when he, when Abdullah Muhammad made this equation, he said there's an 85 percent, a five percent, right. and a ten percent. That's right. And the 85% were ones who lost the knowledge of self, who ate bad fools, didn't know who they were. And there was a 10% who manipulates the 85%. And there's a 5% that the poor righteous teachers. Now, we, we look at the one who's, you know, riding around and when, you know, got six, seven, eight, ten houses. And, you know, like 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 the Creflo dollars any long. Excuse me for saying I've just got to call it, you know. But the brothers like this don't get the recognition because, you know, they name ain't in the paper. They're not on BET at the BET Awards, you know. So I just want to thank you, brother. We got uh, – I want to come back to you, Minister Taylor. Is, I want to see – is our brother KP on the line? And if, if you are KP, I want you to uh, raise your hand. If not, brother, Minister Taylor, could you uh, reach out for KP? I really wanted to hear from this brother. Man. I know he's traveling. He just come on just gracious with his humble presence and just say a few words, man. A royal one another. Yes, sir. Uh, is, uh, is Brother KP? He raised his hand, Brother Yang and Brother KP. Yang, you see his line open? No. You don't see it? No. Okay, all right. All right, uh, let's go to, I want to go to Brother Saeed. Uh, no, before we go to Saeed, let me go to Brother Psycho in Mississippi. Uh, Psycho 662 is a 662 number. Wait, push one on your keypad. We go with your line, brother Psycho in Mississippi. He's in the belly of the beast. He's in the penitentiary in Mississippi, and he's a, you know really humble. Another humble, humble brother. Another good brother, brother that really does the work, man. He's really keeping the penitentiary down there in order, man. And such a loving brother, man. The brother Psycho. Are you are you on the line, brother Psycho? Can you raise your hand? Push one on your keypad. It's a six six two number. You see it, Yanga? You got a couple of states in Mississippi on here, right? Right. It should be. Yeah, cycle. Push one on your keypad. It's a six six two three one three number. Yeah. Okay, brother Cycle, how you doing today, brother? Your line is open. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. All right, this is another honorable, humble brother, man. One of the real students and sons of Bobby Gore, man. Uh, you know, His Royal Majesty, man. Uh, the brother, you know, Psycho. Um, give us your take on atonement, man. I mean, he does a good job. One thing about this brother, the little brothers come to him, he's going to give them justice. He's not going to discriminate. He's not going to mistreat nobody. You know what I'm saying? I just want to give thanks to this brother, man, for being... The brother he is, he's a good, great brother, brother Psycho. Uh, what, what do you think we could do? Uh, atonement. What do you think about the message of atonement? Yeah, uh, today I'm, I'm on here. I'm, I'm listening. Uh, the message that they've been put forth, the brothers that came forth, spoke mm-hmm. against the top message to the body. And uh, as as black people, we got to go back to the our roots. We got to stand as one. You know, divine, like you were saying. It's not about the color, you know what I'm saying? It's six point star to five point star. About our mm-hmm. race, we're, about, we're all black people, and we got to stick together. We got to move as one because we we know what we're up against. So we got to learn to stick together and come together and put our minds together. We put our minds together. We can be powerful black people. You know, we can be organized, right. successful. 
as a organized business, having our own business and stuff, but it takes us as one to do that instead of being separated. That's, that's it. Definitely takes that. Definitely take that, yeah. brother Minister K. Did, did you get did you get in contact with uh got in contact with KP? I just uh text you. I I, I sent him the information, so I'm waiting to see if he responds. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, I don't know if he right. if, if he uh okay, all right. Let's hope he if he's yeah. on. If you want to press one on your keypad, uh, KP. Um, yeah, go ahead, brother Cy- brother Cycle. We we definitely feel you. Like I say, he's in the belly of the beast, and what we want to do is get down to sip. Because we can't forget about our brothers who are massively incarcerated. We got more black men in prison, parole, probation, you know what I'm saying, than we had during the height of slavery in 1850. And, and this brother, you know, we can't let our brothers give up hope if you're in there. We got to find a way because the crack ain't got no right to judge you. You know, I was watching something on, on, uh, on a documentary how they – Sends a 14-year-old boy for a non-violent, I mean, no, it's an I mean, armed robbery, but he didn't kill nobody, and he got life in prison. He's only 14 years old. You know what I'm saying? Here, here the cracker is the greatest robber on earth is the white man. The greatest thief on earth is the white man. The greatest murderer on earth is the white man. Kidnapper, you know, homosexual, you know what I'm saying, sodomizer is the white man. How can a cracker judge our people how can a cracker judge you so we don't care what the white man law says you did and some of us you know we do things we got no business doing, but we want to re-educate you enlighten you and once you have knowledge then we can judge you we know whatever you are a label should be paid on all of our brothers who have gone wayward made in America because Africa didn't make you been made by your slave now so, uh, Brother Saeed, we thank you, Brother, and um, I don't know if our brother's on, but let, let's go to Brother Saeed for a minute. Brother Saeed, if you'll push one on your keypad, and we'll open up your line for you. Brother Saeed, and he's calling from Arkansas, out of Arkansas. Saeed, uh, 901. Brother Saeed, are you just a 901 number? 901-216. You said number Yanga? 901. Chairman, I'm sorry, no. Chairman Yanga. Oh, you don't see a 901 on there? No, sir. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe well, he might be calling from another number. I'm not sure where, where he's calling from. But, uh, yeah, let, you know, I, I, let's go back to Brother Minister Caleb. You know, you had some more you wanted to add about atonement, Brother Minister Caleb? Brother Minister, you still there? Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I, I muted the phone, you know, moving around. Okay. Yeah, well, go ahead and finish up about atonement. Yes, sir. What do you say now? Say that again, please. Finish up. Finish, give us some of those steps for how do we atone. Atone. Okay. Along with the notes, it says, uh, uh, point out the wrong. The first stage is the most difficult of all because when we are wrong and we are not aware of it, someone has to point out the wrong. Then number two is acknowledge the wrong. So in this context, the word acknowledge means to the truth of the fact that we have uh, been wrong. And then uh, then we get to number three, which is confessing the faults. First, you confess the fault to God first, Allah, and then to the person or persons whom your fault has ill-affected. Then the repentance means feeling contrition or self-reproach for what one has done 
or fail to do. I mean, man, you got to show some signs of resentment, man. Show that you're really sincere about what you, you know, are coming to somebody. You ain't doing it because somebody told you to, because but you actually think, man, I did you wrong. You know, I feel that. Like, you know, then atonement means we must be willing to do something in expiation for our sin. We have to be willing to do something, man, to make things right. You know what I'm saying? Then forgiveness means to cease to uh, feel offense and resentment against another for the harm done by an offender. It means to wipe the slate clean. Then reconciliation and restoration, it means to resolve differences and to establish or reestablish a close relationship between previously divided persons. And number eight is the perfect union with God. The result of completing the atonement process is achieving the perfect union with Allah God, who is best in guiding us to freedom. And those were the eight steps that was given to us, uh, you know, during the uh, Million Man March in 1995. That, that was what we used during that platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was wonderful. And those of us that went down in 95 saw how beautiful that event was, how, how everybody came together. And and that's part of the problem we have with atonement is that, you know, people sit back, you know, and as opposed to speaking the truth, you know, something could happen with Brother Ron, Minister Caleb, and I, and I don't say anything to him. Just you saying, Brother, that was wrong how you did that, Brother. And you shouldn't take that kind of, Attitude toward that's your brother. Don't say f that brother and brother. You you an error to treat him like that. You know what I'm saying. And then listen to the brother that uh, listen to what he has to say, and then find out what well, he went wrong. And, and you bring them together in the spirit of love. But all the time we egg things on. If say a brother come and tell me something about brother Minister Caleb, I listen and say you know and don't say nothing about that. And I go back and say man look what you know look what he said. And it just it just adds fuel to the fire, as opposed to That's correcting right. the person yeah. and not going back saying something that you know is going to tear down the communication between two brothers. That's you know, right. You want to you like to see them. It's the people's like you watch the YouTube videos all day long. You record instead of trying to break it up to get it on YouTube. It, it, it's funny to see us fighting and killing one another and hurting one another. And and like you say, brothers are so you know you know so easy. To you know, just fall out and just have hatred for another brother. So easy for us to do that, as opposed to just, man, you know, realizing that we all make mistakes. Right. You know, like the Elijah Muhammad said, is that when you point a finger at somebody else, three fingers point back at you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Chairman Yanger, you want to expound on that for a minute, and then we could. I want to open up the phone lines some more. I mean, you know, me and this brother, Lord knows, you know, we've been know each other for over 10 years and we've had some heated arguments but there's never a time where he's not able to come back and apologize to me and I apologize to him you know it's never a time you know we may get mad and we may talk you know but I'm going to call him hey, hey chairman you know brother chairman I, I, you, you mad at your brother brother I mean we got we got you know this guy's the point we're going to uh, talk about to fight one another you know Put the gloves on, but at the end of the day, it's better that you do that than walk around being, you know, having animosity. And then we become cowards with our cell phones. You, you're afraid to say it to the man's face, to sit down with this brother face to face and address the issue. You send a text. I'm gonna catch you. God damn it, be a man. You got to put the gloves on. Put the gloves on. You know what I'm saying? Get a little black eye, a little busted lip. We ain't gonna kill each other. But at least at the end of the day, then we can hug and embrace 
But we ca- we become cowards with cell phones and Facebook. And he put this on me and Facebook. Grown people fighting over goddamn Facebook. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing me and the chairman have never done. We've gotten mad. But at the end of the day, we can sit down and talk. It may get heated. We got to take a break. I, I'm going to call you back. You don't piss me off. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. And tomorrow we try it again. And eventually we keep trying. We'll be able to work it out. He'll be able to see my point better. And I'll be able to see his point better. And then we can honestly say, we brother, we're not going to let no little disagreement, you know, make us fall out with one another because we brother. It's a bigger mission that we got to attack. Well, Chairman, would you mind just expounding a little bit on that, uh, brother, yes, brother Chairman? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think that what it goes down to, what it boils down to, to me, and a lot of times when uh, you and I may have gotten to conflict, con- conflict and come across it, is what they call empathy. And mm-hmm. one of the things that you showed me a lot of was in, in a lot of the, your actions or the statement or your love and your actions, that truly I was your brother, that you were me and I am you, you know what I'm saying, and that we have a love for the cause of one and the same cause. And that, in saying in that, that you understand that what ails me ails you. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. a lot of times that I may be frustrated with, you know, being a grown man and having children, having real mm-hmm. issues with bills. A lot of the brothers and sisters that are listening face real problems. So when we take the time to empathize with our brothers and sisters, to understand that we are an African people, that we have the same oppressor, that we've been put in the same condition, that some of the same things that plague you and affect you plague and affect me, and that we've been taught to take our hostilities and our frustration and our aggression out on one another. You see, it's easy to kill a nigga. But I like how Mm -hmm. you go back into um, understanding, like what you told them, there's no such place as nigger land. Niggas are crazy. Mm -hmm. That's why to kill a nigger, but when we, like you teach us in San Corey African society, when we begin to perceive ourselves as Africans, when we start to have this concept and this ideology and philosophy of coming from a strong people, coming from a civilized people, like I, I like how we got Brother Minister on, because one of my, mm-hmm. you know, my I do take from the father is like they say, the owner, the maker, the cream of the planet, or father civilization, God of the universe. So when you begin to mm-hmm. understand and and digest this type of thing that I am a civilized human being. So I'd be it would do me disadvantage to act less than us. That doesn't mean that we're not gonna get mad with one another. But it goes back mm-hmm. to what you say how you handle it. So just to say with all of this and especially for my brothers and sisters that are in the society and in the nation, man, really study your lessons and go inside of your lessons and internalize your lessons. You know what I'm saying? Think about and contemplate what it means love. You make any statements of love. Do you really love your brother? Because if you love your brother and really I love your sister and really have these things, you will begin to feel some type of way when you backbite your brother or sister, when you slander them. And let alone, and that's just at the slander, the backbite with the tongue, but more so when you contemplate or enact some type of physical violence against your brother and sister. I think that's the whole thing, that we've started to enter into an era and an age of hypocrisy, that we love to profess Mm -hmm. what we're not. We love to proclaim that we love what we don't. You know, and I ended with this, and turning back to you, Chief, for those of the brothers and sisters that do read the Quran and um, extol on the wisdoms of the Quran, like it says that Allah has said in the Quran, I have not put two hearts in one man. So you're going to love something and hate the other. So if you have a statement of love, if you say that I love this society, this nation, meaning I love my peoples, then your actions better manifest that. 
Don't give me a lemon and tell me that's an apple. Or don't point to a pear tree and say that that's an orange tree when clearly I can see that those are pears growing on those branches. I say the same of the actions. Don't profess you love me. Don't profess you love the peoples. Don't profess that you want to be part of a nation or a society, but your actions speak contrary to. So it's just a little bit of self-reflection, like our wonderful minister was saying about the mirror. It's not just about looking at our reflection and beautifying ourselves, but also taking that opportunity to correct the things that aren't right within self. So self-reflection is always a good thing. Appreciate the opportunity to talk, Mansa Sanjata. Oh no, brother. I mean, you know, it, 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 you know, brother chairman, it's, it's uh, you know, it, you know, we want to thank the People's Black Panther Party, which I'm the minister of culture. Uh, want to thank this brother for opening up their radio show to us. Thank the Sister Justice, um, you know, uh, that's uh, that administrates the show. Thank you for you know letting us come on and and be you know let us get this out because we hope this can save lives because I say a lot of conflict can be resolved just by. You know, just having honest and open communication, that's what keeps a relationship going, communicating, compromising sometimes, you know. And that's how we are. Like the brother mentioned, say, sometimes you just can't apologize to a brother, you know, uh, or, or, or that you offended him and hear him out. A lot of times as a man can just get off how he's feeling off his chest. You're so worried about, man, and they got like a bitch. Man, I ain't saying apologize to him. Man, shit, I, you know. No, man, listen to your brother, man. But what hurts him? And we all are a little sick in this white man's world. We all are a little sick. In some way, it manifests itself. Don't nobody on this line or nobody in our community piss lemonade and shit roses. Excuse my language. I'm just gonna, I just got to talk frank. Excuse me, brother minister, for my, my baby language. But don't, don't none of y'all. Let me say it another way. Don't, y'all don't boo-boo roses and, and, and urinate lemonade. You just don't. Everybody got something wrong with Sometimes it's temper. Some of us are, are you know, got, you know, a bad, uh, some of us um, have a problem with profanity. Some of us are overweight. Some of us, uh, you know, some of us uh, got, you know, we got problems managing money. Some of us ain't needed we supposed to be. It, everybody ails in a, in a system of white supremacy. Because you were not brought here to enjoy the American dream. You were brought here to be the burden barriers of white supremacy. Pick cotton for the master. You know what I'm saying? Shuck corn for the master. You know what I'm saying? Clean up the plantation for the master. You weren't brought here to enjoy no American dream. You were brought here, like Malcolm said, to experience American nightmare. So we all got something wrong with us. So don't be so quick. As the African proverb of the Bible, you know, stole to see the splinter in your your brother's eye or the speck in your brother's eye, but you can't see the big plank in your own. What do we do wrong? I, I look at sometimes I want to apologize to the brother uh, uh, Magan Moss, and I said, you know, if I offended you, brother, I apologize. It's a bigger picture because you ain't the enemy. I, if I disagree with, you know. Uh, Minister Rico, I have to say, brother, I apologize. You know, how can we work together? And even though I may feel, you know, okay, I'm, I'm right in this, but how can, you know, I, I, I'm, I hate that we went wrong. I, I really yearn, brother. I yearn no matter what, that we can all walk together and hold hands together and embrace one another. If I disagree with, you know, Minister Caleb, I, I just pray that, you know, that we can find a way to get past that. And see, and then religion, a lot of, now this is what I say about 
the brothers and sisters, you know, that are religion, religious. We quit to call a brother a hypocrite because he don't believe. Oh, you don't believe no more. You're a hypocrite. Hypocrite ass nigga. But now, if I go on any major uh, highway and tell you that a truck traveling at 75, 80 miles an hour will kill you if it hits you, you won't believe that. Ain't no, I don't, unless you're insane, there's no way you're not going to believe that. Now, we get into scriptures or religion, it's a matter of one's interpretation. There is no cell phone number that you can call God, say, hey, God, is this what you really said? <laughs> or, hey, 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 Moses, did you say this? Or, hey, it ain't like that. So persons can, they have a right to doubt, a right to ask questions. That don't mean he's a bad person. You see what I'm saying? So we got to stop, you know, because people disagree. They have to be able to express themselves, how they really feel. So don't be so quick to judge a man because, you know, he seen something one way yesterday, but now today he's had a different experience. Allow him room to say, then he may come on back and say, you know what, I, I didn't see it that way, and, you know, I'm back on track now. You know, don't, don't be so quick to, to, to hate on your brother and call him a hypocrite or whatever because he may, you know, he may go through things in life. You know, he may you know, he change his mind or think differently. It's just, you know, because it, it is confusion. It is confusion out there. And I think that I think that the most high, whether you call him Allah, you know, whether you call him Olo whether you call him Yah, whether you call him Jehovah, I think he understands that. But it's the heart of the man, not what the man says. It's the title. It's not the title. It's a testimony. You know what I'm saying? It's not the crown, it's the cross, how a man's act. A man acts righteous, I don't care what, you know, you're, you're, you're recognized. You know? So uh, with that being said, uh, let's open up the phone lines and, and, and call on some of the calls we got that may want to say a few words, Brother, uh, brother, brother Chairman. Brother Chairman, you there? Yeah, I'm here. No, no one's pressing one. Eh? Yeah, press one on your phone. I was just gonna call. Maybe they, they, I don't know. If they got you know we're calling on the brothers. It's open. Uh, let's call on some of the brothers that that's, that's got this on the line, and you just call yeah, them so they can have anything on. Yeah, I'm new. Yeah, open them. Ask you know, go by one by one if you could, please, and ask them if they like to make add a comment to the to the discussion. Two seven five eight eight. Your mic is open. That's your sister. Huh? Go ahead. What were you six six two? Yeah, I said yeah. I think so, so, uh, six six two. Uh, your line's open. Last. What's the last four numbers of it? Seven five eight eight. Seventy five eighty eight six six two. Your line's open. All right. Captain, let's go to the next one. Six six two six one twenty three. Your line's open. Six six two six one twenty 
I'm just I'm just listening. Okay. That's Sister Karen. Sister Karen, you don't you don't have anything to say yeah. about uh go ahead and say something, sister. No, I'm just listening I'm enjoying you, it. You, well, we, we we need a sister's impact on this thing on this demonstration. We need women, you know, to speak up and you know, we'd have had a lot more calls about the the, the, the flyer had the wrong number on it for yeah. some reason. So so that's why I, that's what that's one of the things. All right, well, we appreciate you calling and listening. You know, um, from a from a perspective, I mean, women, you all could really, you know, because one of the things with our sisters is that, you know, women today, black women have taught to be so disunified. Black women don't even want to sit down, you know, work with other black women. You know, they they, they all at odds with one another. So, you know, being that you're a female sister, you're a queen. You know, that's why we call our black women queens. You know, a nation can rise, as the most honorable Muhammad Marcus Garvey taught us. A nation can rise no higher than a woman. A nation can rise no higher than a woman. And all the time we overlook women, you know, if it, if it wasn't for uh, Henrietta Benton Davis, Marcus Garvey wouldn't have been what he was. I'm going to say it again. Yes, Marcus Garvey deserves the credit. But if it was not for Henrietta Venn Davis, and it was that, that that was the founder of the Black Cross Nurses, that, that helped him get a lot of ideas. His first wife, who helped him to find you on that, Amy Ashwood, and his second wife, you know what I'm saying, who who really helped get philosophy and opinions out, you know, Amy Jakes Garvey. He he wouldn't be the man he was today. And if it was not for that wonderful, mighty queen, queen of queens, Sister Clara Muhammad, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad wouldn't be what he is today. She supported him. She stuck by his side, you know, all when he was in prison. So the woman's role, sister, is so crucial and so important. Just tell us as a woman, sister, you all could do so much to help bring the peace in our community. So much to give because a man's heaven is in a woman. A man's heaven is in a woman. And when that sister get mad at you, <laughs> your hell can be in a woman too. Because <laughs> a woman is something else she ain't nothing to play with. So, so just give us something from a sister's perspective on how we could, you know, bring unity to our community. Sister Karen, you can give us any anything what you think women can do. Give us some more what you think women can do to bring you, peace you in know, our community. Brother, you know I'm very open, but right right now, you know, like I said, I was just listening in. Okay. Sometimes, right, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, right, you you know I, 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 um, I not only just uh, speak a lot, I listen also. So I think oh, I have my listening. Yeah, I okay. have my listening here on right now. Okay, great. That's great, sister. All right. Well, let's go to, we'll go to another call. We'll take a quick break and come back. Finish up our dialogue. All right. Uh, Yang, let's uh, go to uh, no, take another call. So we go to a break and come right back. 229-55672. That might be Brother K-Bar. Mm-hmm. Your line's open. Is that you, Brother K-Bar? It might be one of the guys down in Cairo. 229, your line's open. Six seven eight, six seven eight three. 
you know what I'm saying, on my social. Understand that. Understand that. So, mm-hmm. for instance, if all the black people on earth are tone right now, what power do we have in that? What would change from this devil, from this man ruling the world? If we come together, we've been praying for a long time, ain't shit happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm just wrong with it. Whoever on the line, this is just me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We've been praying, ain't shit happening. Now we're told what you think gonna happen. And if don't none of that work, what do we need to do? Oh yeah, yeah. Because prayer sure ain't been working for us. I think atoning, my brother, is to is to help us unify one another. Because when you when you when you get ready to battle this beast in a, in a war, you got to be unified. You got to put all that down. The white boy real, realized real quick. You know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. he's the same cracker called you a nigga in Mississippi when they got down there in World War II. Was in the trenches with a black man. They won't call that black man no niggas. Black man saved his life. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah, yeah. unified. I ain't dealing with unity, brother. I'm yeah. not dealing with unity. Are we saying atonement is the same thing or it's different? You see what I'm saying? So why are we atoning for? I know some people say we did so much stuff and this and that. The other people did so much stuff. We still the one kicking hell. The other people did so much stuff way more than we'll ever do, and we still kicking mm-hmm. hell. So you know what I'm saying? I know we need to unify. One thing yeah. y'all talking about, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, he said if the white man you would disappear right now, we'll still have problems. So what is the solution, brother? You see? Yeah, well, so I we think, can atone I think, I think, and pray. I know. Go ahead. No, I, I you know, no, it's saying atoning to no full God. It's, 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 it's reconciling your differences with your brother. That's I understand that. Okay, yeah, so that, for that, instance, we all important. come together and do that. What you think going to happen? It's power because it's power in the unity and us unifying yeah. one another. It's power yeah, us but, being a pool, but, a pool but, of our resources. But we did that before with Marcus Garvey, with Black Wall Street, and this month is still something, brother. Every when we get in power, it seems like it's other unseen entities take away your power. So what I'm saying, yeah. we we done told before, but we've been unified before in this country. But how do we get back? You see what I'm saying? What I'm saying, if we atone, brother, I still think it's something else we have to do. Well, what, 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 break it down. What we got to do, brother? Talk to us. That's what I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to see, brother. I don't, to right now, I really don't know. But I just, you know what I mean? Give us an educated guess. Huh? Give us an educated guess what you think it would take more than that. I'm with you. I'm just going by history, you. brother. Every time we come together, like I say, we got a, you know what I'm saying, an arch enemy doing something against us. No matter what we try to do with the mm-hmm. people, they won't let you do it. So what do everybody no. else feel we okay. should do? What do you say? Hey, God hey, and all other stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I, I, I see what your brother is saying. But as I say, though, it, that's because the enemy only works uh, – What's really going on? And I don't think my brother said he. I think he missed what I said. He said we have seen the enemy, and the enemy is us. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We teach about the internal Satan, the internal Satan. You know what I'm saying? One thing that we have among ourselves, and if you start to go read about the Willie Lynch, you had Willie Lynch on. I thought you was gonna cover more of the Willie Lynch that was on your flyer that you was gonna mm-hmm. start doing with. That. He was talking mm-hmm. about the dog versus the light, mm-hmm. young versus the old, and he was talking mm-hmm. about how he goes. How do you break a man down, break the woman down? And he goes into the whole point about envy and, and things of that nature. And so so right. we're told that, first of all, doubt is the mother of hypocrisy. 
you know what I'm saying? And hypocrisy is one speaks from his mouth that which is not in his heart. And then we have envy is the mother of murder. And envy comes from one who has a, a, a certain desire or hatred and is born out of hatred for another brother mm-hmm. or a sister you know, that they may uh, display or manifest that they wish they had, or you may have something that they value that they think that they should have themselves. Now, now yes, when sir. you were saying like, the stuff didn't work for us, it's not that what Marcus Garvey program worked. If you go and see what Marcus Garvey built, the thing about it is once the agent came in, because a lot of us still had certain issues that were unresolved, the enemy is always able to use some of us to destroy something that does work. Right now, they, they still use the uh, same program. Like we say, they starving us out. They'll find one and two or a couple of brothers. They'll give one of these two brothers a position, get them some money, give them something. And after a while, the same brothers who was once fighting against the oppression, now because they benefit from the oppressor, they now in mm-hmm. begin to protect the oppressor against the rest of them who, who are not eating or who are not benefiting. And after a while, they become the guardian of the oppressor and after a while become an enemy with their own people because he always draw some of us out and give us something. And then we forget about the rest of us and say, the hell with the rest of us. I got mine. I'm eating. The hell with y'all. And at the same time, I'm not going to let you do anything to jeopardize me eating. And so, so it's not, brother, that atonement and prayer don't work. It's the thing about it is a lot of us have not been sincere in our atonement. And once you atone probably with somebody, you're not supposed to continue to go back doing the same wrong over and over and over again to them. Once you straighten it out, that's supposed to be left. True forgiveness, that's supposed to be left in the back, and y'all are supposed to move forward. So we can't even step to unity because there's too many brothers that I run across. They bring up beefs that's 20 and 30 years old. I'm like, damn, man, right. when did this happen, brother? He said, brother, it happened, okay. brother. I said, y'all ain't handled that business yet. And so, mm-hmm. so we carry a lot of issues with us that some of us are not mad enough. You said, Chief, earlier, we don't mm-hmm. come to each other face-to-face, brother-to-brother, or find somebody to go in with us so we can work out some of these problems. So we come in the room talking about unity when it's true. We know damn well we see certain brothers at the table. We ain't trying to unite with them. Man, I ain't trying to deal with that nigga. That nigga ain't straight. He ain't good. That nigga did whoop de whoop de whoop years ago. That nigga ain't right. I can't trust that nigga. And so as long as there's distrust and envy yeah. among us, we'll never get to unity to accomplish the things that the brother was just mentioned about. So we can't get nowhere until we get rid of distrust, the envy, okay. the hatred. And all these things, but okay. okay. you can okay. see us stand up. You're right in that when you're dealing with that, but let's go beyond. Go in the annals of history and go back when we was at peace with each other. There wasn't all this stuff going on when the so called you know, I know I don't I believe God and the was the same um pole vibrating on different degrees. We know it's one power in the universe. You become God, you become devil. You got a higher self, you got a lower self. I know all that, brother. I'm dealing with if we get together tomorrow, you don't think ain't nobody going to try to take you down. I don't care how yes, sir. strong and pray. Yeah. That's what I'm dealing with, bro. Yeah, no question. Right. But the question no is question. why? And, 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 and before, listen, before, because lack of not, other than lack of knowledge of self, before the crack cocaine came in the black community, bro, we was some of the greatest people, had our own everything, and it still happened. It wasn't no disunity other than church and, and all the religious stuff together, one community, and they still brought in the crack and all this other stuff. So I, I keep thinking, man, I think we looking too, I don't know, bro. It's just something about it. All this is hey, Steve, let me say something stuff, quick. Bro. Let, me jump yeah. let me jump in there. It's about, brother, you know. Go it's ahead, Tim. It's, 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 brother, yeah. it's about survival. 
I think two times we get we really get we get real deep on other stuff, you know, and we get on the words. Mm-hmm. Atonement, like he's saying, atonement. First, let's start with the prayer. It's how we've been taught to pray. You know what I'm saying? The white man, you know, God is just God to a lot of people, and I don't knock people's religion is to justify their actions. The God of the white man, the Jesus of the white man, his books say, "Ask and it shall be given." What man asked his father for a fish and he give him a snake? This, that, you deserve right. this, that. Our God, you hear black people say, well, they spit on Jesus. It's easier for there a rich go. man to, okay. So we we learn. So our prayers are from a, a position of subjectivity, a position of oppression. And that's in a lot of religions. When black people and African people over here look at it, that it ain't about being cool. It ain't about being deep. You know, we take on these deep names. We take on the dress. And it's about deepness. When we look at it, and it's about a matter of survival, by any means right. necessary, like these other ethnicities do. When you go, like I'm from Cleveland. When you go in Cleveland, they got a Chinatown. They're not in Chinatown because it's cool to be, because they're Chinese. They understand how imperative it is for them to stick together economically, socially, culturally, morally, even spiritually on some things. The African mm-hmm. in America, we got a damn choice. We really there think go. we got a choice not to be black. You know what I'm saying? And when we start understanding it's imperative to our survival, when they pull us over out of that car, they don't say, Assalamu alaikum, nigga, Jesus bless Come you, uh, shalom, right. Hebrew, Israelite, say nigga, and squeeze the trigger. So it's not about our, our street tribes, our differences. It's about survival. And I think that when the black man, that's what that's what I'm my atonement for. My atonement mm-hmm. is for destruction and the detriment to my community that I did that was counter to our moving forward and surviving as a people. That's the only option right. we got to come together. Because like you said, and I'm going to end it, you talk about um, um, polarities. You talk about with every cause mm-hmm. there's an effect, every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. So with every people, they're going to have an enemy. This white man has an, an, an enemy. Everything has an enemy. Everything has its complete and total opposite. We just have to accept that as being actual, factual, and start to work towards deterring that. You know what I'm saying? And not trying to mogulicize or assimilate or to fit into that and just understand, yo, man, it's about survival. Hey, can I, let me add something to the conversation what Minister Kelly was saying about the, you know, what Lynch saying. We, we talk, I talked about in the beginning how we just find every reason to be divided, and that's what is exploiting our differences. You know, exploit our differences, you know, divide or something. You look at it, even, even you know, and I talked about the Minister Kelly, even if you look, you know, we were in the mosque. There's tension between the west side and south side. People who, who who are rare, who believe in the teachers who will stop eating pork, you know what I'm saying, stop fornicating, stop committing adultery, and we divide it on, I live out west, you live out south. It, it's very ingrained into the very fiber and soul of the black man what they did to us. And this is why I'm a firm believer. It takes an institution to get us out of the condition. And that's what Mr. Garvey was trying to build. And that's what the Amalaj Muhammad was trying to build. And one of the things he did, it was so profound to get you out of spookism, you know, yeah. praying, you know, telling you when you look at the black man, you're looking at God. Basically, black man, get off your ass, stop praying, and find the God within yourself and make things happen. And just something simple, you know, you hear it, it just sounds simple, but it's, it's, it's complex, but you have a simple statement, do for self. 
do for self. Marcus Garvey said, whatever men have done, men can do. That's saying do for self. If the English can do it, the black man can do it. And and that's and that's what I think is profound. We learn that the value self it's easy, you know, you can sit there and pray to Allah all day long. Oh, Allah is wonderful. Oh, Allah. Do you see the wonderful within yourself? So you can get out and make something happen for yourself? Are you gonna sit at home praying all day for God to drop a loaf of bread out the sky for you? Hell no. Make things happen for yourself. The white man, he don't he don't uh pray to the, that a spaceship get to space. He build and then say ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Launch that damn thing, and he lost it. We waiting around the spook god to give you something, and and this spook god ain't appeared never during the annals of slavery. Even though you spooky with the ancestors and spooky with you know, yes sir. You got to go to the Babylon every five minutes. You know what I'm saying? The ancestors are you. They live in you. They're mm-hmm. in you. They're part of you. You have to look within yourself for your answer. Ain't no, ain't nobody gonna come out no grave and do nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? Even, even in Ephah, the Orishas live within you. Your Ori is in you. Yeah. Your so that's, I think, different energy. Exactly. We get, we get spoke. And that's a beautiful energy. question. And you're the big mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. That was a beautiful but, question. You know, and this brother real, he, he a realist. He ain't gonna sit around and 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 and, and uh. Hope something going happen. He gonna make it happen, and then when he make it happen, then when he then when he wants something to happen, he gonna man, he ain't gonna half ass, you know what I'm saying? What what he does, like like for instance, I, I watched the brother, you know, he juice for over thirty days. I mean, just literally had the discipline not to put nothing in his stomach but juice for thirty days. And, and I said, man, it ain't hard, man. A black man is God, man, and he did it, you know. When he when he wanna when he wanna get his weight up, you know, and, and get you know get you know pick up you know bench four hundred five hundred pounds, should he go after it? You wanna lean up and tone down? He makes it happen because he's the god of his own destiny, and that's how we gotta be. You know, uh, I want to just say that you know I, my brother K Bar, listening out of Cairo. I mean, uh, I want to thank you for your support, brother, and. I want, you know, he's doing well, he's, you know, he got a job, he found God within himself and went out there and made things happen for himself, you know what I'm saying? So that that's the key to what we have to ask. Uh, Brother Spring, you want to say something else or add something to the... Yeah, I just want to say one thing, man. I want to quote the brother, Nobu Ali. We study all the people, man. I don't believe in just taking one man and hold mm-hmm. him, other, you know, or put him above another man. We stand on the shoulders of all our great ancestors, but we can't keep looking towards them when we're here, brother. But it's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with you that's but that's our role. He said, if you're looking for God, study yourself. And if you can't mm-hmm. find him, study yourself again. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say, brother. Hey man, we appreciate it, black man. We'll we appreciate uh what you what you know, your your energy and, and thank you very much. Uh brother chairman, uh brother chairman, um so we got some more calls. We want to open up the lines. Anybody else that might want to add to the conversation? Uh, I don't see any more calls. Okay. But well, we only got another 13 minutes uh, left on the show. And uh, like I say, man, we just want to, uh, you know, just you know, give thanks for all you calling. We we had a mishap in that number, so we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna make it happen again next week. 
Um, we'll, we'll get the flyers out starting tomorrow to talk about this this message of atoning, getting things right. If you got a brother or sister that you hadn't talked to in a while, you know, talk to them. Yeah, if you're mad at your mama, no matter what our mothers do, no matter what they do, I don't care if your mother was a prostitute or a dope thing, you know, um, whatever they've done, you know, it, 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 it's, you know, they say your mom. I was brother chairman calling online. Let me just see. Brother Minister Kevin, expound on that for one second. Let me see what the brother chairman is calling me. Brother Chairman? Yeah. Are we off, we off the, the call? Yeah, we yeah we off the air. And I got, because my car I had to call from another phone. Because my phone, my cell phone won't dial from it. And the call dropped on that phone because the battery died, man. I'm so sorry. I was oh, hoping show, that we could last that in 13 minutes. Oh, the show is off, is off the air now? Yeah. We're not on no more? You know, they can't hear me? No, I don't think they can hear you. Anybody on the line can hear me? I merge you in. Okay. All right. Well, that's good, though. That's I got to apologize. Okay. Let me try to, let me see what's going on. All right. Let me, okay, I'm going to talk to you in a minute. All right. 